0: Hello everyone and welcome to this Harmony and Health podcast. I'm Julia Outlaw, part of the team who are exploring this concept of harmony and how we can use ancient wisdom and traditions coupled with modern disciplines to promote health and well-being. And today's podcast is about music and music in the community. And I'm delighted to be joined by one of the team, Sarah Carusi, to talk about her work. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Hello. And Sarah has quite a varied portfolio of work, which brings really music and movement and health together. She's an Alexander Technique teacher. Um, she's a professional musician and dancer, and she also runs orchestras and various um, music in the community, things which we'll hear about today. Um, so welcome, Sarah. First to say, I think we've both got autumn colds and... <laughs> these things happen and kind of knock us out of harmony but how do you think about it in terms of harmony in your health?
1: It's inevitable isn't it Julia <laughs> this time of year the bugs and viruses the Covid everything and the stress of parenting and doing it all it gets one down but it's it's known and it's nothing out of the ordinary and I think somehow Almost just seeing your face today brightens something up inside, which I think will help with the healing. <laughs> I've got my ginger tea on the go.
0: Good, <laughs> and I guess your work—I mean, being involved with music—is so great for your harmony. Um, but tell us a bit about your work.
1: So, where to start? the The work I'd like to talk about today is mostly around music, as you mentioned. Um, however, not music in terms of just performance, but music in the community and how we can allow this um, co- all these concepts we've been exploring in Harmony and Health to filter through into the community, really through the medium of music. And that's what I do and that's what I love doing. So just to give a very brief summary of the work. There's around three or four different community orchestras that I'm involved in, either as a music tutor or a lead, a musical director or a conductor. Um, We've got the I Speak Music Orchestra, which is an orchestra for adults. And it is mostly with... um, we, We try not to use the word refugee. It has negative connotations. So I'm going to refer displaced people. We'd rather use the words displaced people. So we've got displaced people from all over, really. Um, a combination of professional musicians and people who've never touched an instrument before. So it's open to any experience. Um, and it's co-led with this wonderful viola player from Damascus, Syria, who's now settled in, in England. And she co-leads it, Reviving Myself or someone else from the team. We also have people from the local community. So either professional musicians or just, you know, people like you and I, maybe doctors, maybe wh- whatever their, their job is. So it's a coming together of people from the local community and people from wherever it is that they've come from, but they're displaced, we call them, and, and kind of using the medium of music to, to kind of break through any barriers and bring these two communities together. We've got that for adults, we've got that for children. So there's a young children's orchestra for children of the Syrian resettlement programme. It's called Together at Home. It's mostly online, but we have met a few times. And that is really just for the Syrian children coming together. We have a translator, but their English is getting better. And it's so much fun and it's full of excitement and a lot of opportunity to create harmony. There is an orchestra for special educational needs, but not just for the special educational needs. We have people in there who are at the Brit School, very talented musicians, So it's a real combination. So all of these, I suppose the point I'm trying to make is they're all a combination of people from the local community or neurotypical in combination with people with displaced backgrounds or with some kind of special educational needs. And I'm there as a kind of person to to try and kind of, you know, bring those two worlds together.
0: Wow. And as you're talking, all these principles of harmony are popping up in my head about interconnectedness and as all being related, but also adaptation. I mean, moving country, everything changing for those people. And how is it, how is it for them? I'm just thinking about the first orchestra you mentioned, so the adult one, and was it I Speak? And the, yeah. how is it with them playing with locals when some of them are professional, some of them have never picked up a mu- musical instrument before? Do they all play together the same pieces or how does that work?
1: It's fascinating, really. It's it's very process led and it's all about the journey. So a typical session will involve people arriving at whatever time because timekeeping is, is different depending on which country you come from. Um, and it will involve people bringing some food from their culture as well. And the first half now is always about just talking and just really coming together through the medium of talking, even if people don't speak the same language, they seem to be able to communicate somehow. And and it's it's very important that we have that time because if people aren't allowed to just voice whatever's going on for them in that moment of arrival, then it kind of feels like they're not that hurt. They've been unhurt. And by the time they've done that, by the time we actually get together, we always start with a warm-up activity. And we have an incredible tutor team. Um, before we even meet, we, we're all there together as a tutor team, and we do, we always do some kind of meditation or some kind of calming thing together that brings us into the moment. We'll focus on our breath. We focus on purpose and intention, and we try to find a kind of inner sense of harmony in ourselves. So that that moment where we gather these people, um, who knows what they've experienced, very, very different life experiences. We've got some sense of groundedness in us, some way of connecting with ourselves in order to then be able to bring that group together. So we'll start with warm up activities. Um, music is great for that because you've cut through the barrier of language. And then we go through into a room where we've got all these instruments. People either have their own instruments, they're free to try instruments. And then we're very, very good. The tutor team is very experienced at getting everyone to play at least something. You could, for example, have a drone. And then you introduce instrument by instrument. You allow those who can play to have a little solo over it. And those who can't, at least they can play one note. They can experiment with playing four or five notes. And that moment where they have their kind of, it's their moment, is so, so powerful. It could be the first time they've had a voice in ages. It could be a platform for, for for what they remember doing in the past in their own country when they were professionals. So a platform for their old voice or a platform for a new voice. And what happens as a tutor in that moment is so important because it's about stepping out of the way, seeing what's happening and responding and then creating some kind of musical Meaning out of it, so it becomes a piece of music. It's
0: all improvised and composed. I was going to say it sounds very live and sort of unpredictable in a way. It's actually
1: unpredictable. We've we've got, for example, we've got um, a harp player um, sat next to a Persian tombak player, which is a, a traditional Persian drum. Um, They don't speak the same language verbally, but they can somehow have a little jam. And um, as a tutor, you'd facilitate that by suggesting they take four bars of music and then they respond. So it's like a question,
0: a musical question and answer. Mm, There are real conversations going on and I was struck by how important really imagining that first bit is when they just come together to talk and providing that space really is just... You know, perhaps some harmony can come out of just providing a space for people.
1: It's so true; it really is that space where people come, and they, you know, they're often not that shy to express what's going on, which I think is great. So they'll come and they'll say all this stuff. And in other settings that I've worked before, that's not been encouraged. What's been encouraged is to take them away from that and straight into activity we found that doesn't work we found to create that space even with the um, orchestra for the special educational needs young people the up orchestra we, we allow you know we are like come 15 minutes early have that time to just you know you just don't know what's going on for somebody if they if they can just get it out then they're more available they've got more space inside they've got more attention to be able to come into that space that wonderful almost elusive space that music can create to bring that sense of togetherness, to bring that sense of, as you said, all the principles of harmony, the interconnectedness, the the
0: community, all of those. And with children then, because they're, I guess, naturally a bit more harmonious within themselves. They've not so scattered, not so many habits built up over a lifetime. Um, And they can express themselves generally quite well how is it working with them?
1: It's interesting it's that I would say they're quite untamed they're they're fearless they haven't quite been molded and yet there's that huge energy very very excited energy when it comes to music and and seeing each other and how does one then guide that and 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 create a kind of atmosphere of togetherness and it's it's the power of music you have a drum and you 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 begin to beat it and they have percussion you you provide them with a drum or a percussion instrument and they copy it's done through imitation so if i give an example of the together at home orchestra so for the as i mentioned earlier the young syrian children they met for the first time over the summer we had an event and previous to that it was just all online and at this summer event you can imagine they'd seen each other online for months they'd worked together towards a piece of music and they entered this field, and, and we saw it coming, we saw this excited, untamed energy coming at us, but we'd prepared with the drum circle, so we guided them all to sit at the drum, and immediately we don't use words, we use music, so I was just beating out patterns on the drum, offering them to follow, and it didn't take long before, there's there's kind of a moment, it's almost even a musicless moment, it's a pause, it's a silence, and it's, a silence of togetherness where everyone has the same look of excitement in their eyes and they know something special is going to happen and they're allowed to partake and it's so subjectively beautiful they can all have their say and then you offer it out to do solos and those who want to get it out a bit more can.
0: I can really feel that as you're describing it and it's reminding me of the discussion we had about rhythm and just the basic how that's in everything in life and how important it is for us to connect to a rhythm and to connect together to a rhythm.
1: Yeah, unknown to ourselves. Yeah, we we don't know we need it. And yet something in us immediately responds to it if it's done in the right way. And it has to be very responsive to the needs of whoever turns up, really. I did want to mention the, the one project that I was involved in recently. I was very lucky to, to be invited to go and take some music into um, a space where there's, there's some Afghan displaced people that have recently just entered the country. And I took my violin, um, didn't know what to expect because that's what I was told. And I prepared myself a lot on the way there for the unexpected. Like mm. I said earlier, with the breath and just grounding myself, finding my own inner harmony. Um, so that when I went into there, I was able to respond. And the, the, the only thing that afterwards, I, I, I had some feedback about this. I didn't know at the time. But the only thing that brought a sense of calm to all of these young people and their families, adults as well, was the moment when I was playing the violin. It was a real special moment, which I didn't know. I just thought it was normal. They're all going to sit down and calm down and be at peace. But it's the first moment of just silence and calm and connectedness that they'd experienced since they'd arrived. So that just speaks the power of, of music. And I, I wasn't playing anything special.
0: So just them listening to the music. So this is not you getting them to do anything. even Just them being there, hearing music exactly yeah yeah and I think
1: maybe something about the fact that it is an instrument that they've perhaps heard before they're used to the sound of it and the fact that it's bowed it's quite nice to look at as well so I think there's that visual gathering of their attention not only is it an audible thing it's also a visual thing yeah both those things
0: it's so refreshing talking in in this way about this crisis that's happening for all these people um and is often viewed from a very economic perspective or a, you know a problem but there's something very human about the way that you talk about it in terms of these are just people they're so diverse and they're there and they need something to help them feel human i guess and music and connecting with each other is it seems like a very sort of direct key to that
1: that's an amazing way of putting it and it actually reminds me of my journey through this I've come to realize this but I never knew this at the start of the journey and I very much felt that I had to show something to all these people I have to give something I have to um teach something but actually the journey has been I've learned so much I've 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 journeyed we've journeyed together and we've learned how to work together and we've learned so much from having such diverse communities join our communities and and so much to be grateful for for that um yeah, it's, it is. It's like a direct key. I like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: and learning from each other is so important. What's, what's hard about it? Because I know with creating harmony, there's always disharmony and there's different forces coming together. And like you say, a lot of these people have been through a lot or with the um, disabled children. And they're facing a lot of challenges. What's hard?
1: It's a good question. It's a good question. The obvious isn't the answer. Um, I suppose the answer would be more when there is, for example, in the adult I Speak Music orchestra, when there is actual discord between the members because they might come from conflicting areas of the world, how to manage that. Those are difficult challenges and how to create an atmosphere where that can be left behind. And I feel that the importance of that preparation i can't emphasize how important that preparation is when the tutor team meets and we have just sometimes it's even just 5 minutes where literally the, the the kind of our our manager you could call him he literally just makes us stand there and just talks us through this leave it behind you you may have missed your train you didn't have breakfast the kids didn't get to school on time leave it behind You're here now, and it's that powerful moment of bringing us into our bodies, into our breath, into ourselves, so that when you, you get to a situation where there's potentially some discord, and someone may actually even want to leave, we've had that before. You're ready to bring them back into space of music, community, heart, which means you can leave that behind. It's not needed here. It's not important for us to bring that information in. So unless if we've kind of cleared ourselves out and made space to be here, we can't then allow others to, to experience that. And that's, I think that's such a beautiful gift to give anybody. And it's almost more powerful than, than, than playing uh, some music. If you can create something in yourself to then be able to pass that on to someone else who can make some space in themselves to just breathe, then that, that that's a gift.
0: What a gift. And applies to everything, really. Not just what we're talking about in terms of this community work, but imagine that in any workplace, people being a bit more open or prepared, I guess, to meeting other people and, and what impact that would have on the atmosphere and, and in fact, on the results of what's happening
1: yeah i don't think it's given much attention is it or much value it's it's so important it's it's i know it for myself if i start my day off with that space to prepare it's going to be a very different day to one with me just rushing around and we do it you know but when you come to work with vulnerable groups of people it's it's the most important part of the work and then to know to come back to it at various parts in in the sessions so our sessions always have a break in the middle where as a tutor you can go off, reground, refind yourself and then to to also be able to recognise that moment and there's always just one special moment per rehearsal or per performance where you can look around and you know everyone is in this special space, it's almost it's a special kind of energy and awareness where you've gathered everyone's attention because you've emptied yourself you've got available attention everyone's attention's there and there's this medium of music and that's when you know you know job done
0: (laughs) i can feel that as you speak there's a big grin yes and i would love to witness that and i'm sure people listening would as well that special energy do you work towards performances or is it more just an ongoing practice
1: we always do performances. The Up Orchestra has performed at the Royal Albert Hall, the Edinburgh Festival. I mean, it's a bit been a bit thwarted with COVID. Um, the last gig that I Speak Music Orchestra had was at the Union Chapel in London. Wonderful, wonderful performance space. Yes, it's it's a huge part of it. I think also that, that being on stage is such a platform to, to have a voice, to have expression, to be creative as a community. It's, it's very much a part of it. And if we don't have that opportunity, which we don't due to COVID at the moment, we make sure we have like an end of term sharing. So family, friends are invited and we do definitely do a performance.
0: It would be great to hear some of it, Sora. I know you've got a little recording there, which might we might be able to hear.
1: I do. I will just get it. This is coming through the computer, so the sound might not be that great but you'll get a sense. This is a live performance.
0: Wow. So different from music that we used to hear and quite emotional.
1: Yeah, that was the, the viola player that I mentioned from Syria. So she's, she's playing that and I'm backing her up on the violin. And yeah, it's, it's got reference to Arabic music, Spanish music, Eastern, Western music. It's a real melange.
0: <laughs> yeah, and when the rhythm comes in, you just want to start dancing.
1: Well, that's actually what happened at that gig. The audience did get up and started dancing. You remember those days where you could dance at a gig? <laughs> Joy, actually.
0: Thank you for sharing that. So much to think about in terms of harmony and music. I know we've only touched on it here, really. There's such a huge subject. Often when we say the word harmony, we think about music and um, how it touches us in different parts of our lives. Was there anything else that you wanted to share, Sarah?
1: Um, one thing does pop to mind, which is that sometimes we, we have to be open to the discord. So we speak a lot about harmony and it can become this almost sort of goal that we're chasing. And actually, we, we need the discord. We need those moments of unease because somehow without those, it's not real. It's not alive and it's not representative of life. So just to not, not be scared of moments of discord in one's life (laughs) because through those we can find it gives us the opportunity to to find ourselves to come back to that presence and to then move forward i think without it one can be a bit staggered
0: and trying to chase something it's not so real yes chasing a goal thank you how is your cold feeling
1: (laughs) amazingly not too bad how are you
0: (laughs) Good, better for talking about music in the community. Thank you so much, Sara Carusi.